You're listening to 20-something pod with Gloria Mateo. Welcome back to 20-something pod, you guys. I hope you are doing well. Uh, This is episode 11 of the podcast. I realized the other day that I've only done 10 episodes. And I think sometimes I think I've done more episodes than I have. Probably feels be- like more. It really does. It's only been 10. Yeah, that's like weird. I know. And I think, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because I've been doing it for so long. It's well, because they only come out every two yeah. weeks. And then I took like two months off, basically, <laughs> to find myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> to recuperate. It's like such an artist thing. Um, But yes, <laughs> this is episode 11. As you guys already hear, you, Wow. As you guys can hear on the podcast, I have a very special guest with me. It is one of my good friends. Her name is Ebony Walker, as I refer to her, but you can just call her Ebony. Ebs, you want to say hello? Hello, people of 20-something pod. Ebs, this is your first first time. First time on, yeah. Wow. But I've but heard multiple recordings. I was going to say long time yeah. listener. It was the whole thing. I was going to be like, first oh, time on, long time listener. I'm sorry I cut you off. It's all good. It was going to yeah. be kitschy. Um, anyway, so uh, Ebs is a journalism student at Carlton. Um, almost graduated. Almost graduated. Wow. Wow. Yeah, one month. Oh my gosh, you're like old, eh? I know. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to pull so, you. I know. Oh, I God. just feel so old. Okay, it, guys, I know in the grand scheme of things, I'm not old. I'm not I'm stupid not. looking at like people <laughs> who are like 50, 60, 80. Like, I'm you say so 50's old. not old either. <laughs> No, I'm saying looking at them complaining about my age seems ridiculous. Even now it's ridiculous. But looking at people who I know who are like 27, it, I'm not that far off from 27, yeah, dude. Enough. Like, yeah, that's pretty oh, wild. Even from 30, man. I'm not that far off from 30. And but the that's the worst okay. thing is there's nothing you can do. There's about nothing it. I can do about it. <laughs> the only thing I can do is continue to look 21, which I do. Uh, <laughs> not even going to lie. I know I look young. And that's all that matters. <laughs> so every year, this is the last, I was making a joke the other day. I said, this is the last year I turned 25 in the sense that next year when someone asked me for my age, I would, I'll be 25. Age. No, I'll be 25. So this is the last year I'm going to age. Uh, I officially start lying about my age next year. Why? Because. Wait till you get to like 30. No, I feel like when I'm 30, I'm going to like, I'm 30, flirty and thriving. So you're just going to jump from 25 <laughs> yeah, to 30. <laughs> Yeah, as long as I can get away with it. You know how 30-year-olds play 16-year-olds in movies? Yeah. I feel like that's going to be me, but the real-life version. Like uh, Jackson from Hannah Montana? Oh, my God. 30 years old? Playing what? Like an 18-year-old? Acting, more importantly. Like yeah. an 18-year-old. Why did that? It fit him so well. It did. We I would just, never know. We wouldn't. I always thought that was actually weird. I'm not going to lie. That, how like, they're able to do that? Yeah, but also like they had little Miley and like all these little kids. And like, like a 30-year-old? On set and like a 30-year-old just hanging. Yeah. Well... But, I might be overthinking as it. As long as he didn't, like, kiss anyone. <laughs> now I'm trying to think, oh, like, did they ever have a relationship? Did Jackson ever kiss anyone on... He didn't kiss Lily. That'd be the only person he could really kiss. Yeah. Well, Yikes. unless they gave him a girlfriend. Oh, wow. Have a girlfriend? I mean, as long as she was above 18, it's like, we're not our Kelly's. So it's yeah. like, we're above Gosh. board. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yes, yeah, so that is Ebs. Before we jump into this week's episode, I actually thought I'd talk a little bit about last week's episode. So guys, last week I did an episode with Ishimwe and Liz, and it was called Growing Up Black. And yo, the responses I got to that were so funny. Like, it was so funny. 
everyone was messaging me like, oh, I, Milo's me too. Like, same. Someone messaged me that their mom also did the thing with the booger. That's gross. I know. And they were like, but I've, the thing is, I've held it in shame. Someone did that to my dad. Someone did it to your dad? But it wasn't his mom. Wait, yeah. Whoa, wait, wait. It was like a lady at the church. Yeah. What? Yeah. And your grandma was just like, well, she, she's like, I'm not going to do it. So. Oh my gosh. So she just. The lady did it. So she was okay? Like. Yeah. Was your dad traumatized? I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, he was young. I guess. So I guess he's not really so thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. That is wild. So I know it's a thing. It's just still as gross as ever. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe because I got it done to me. I can't really like, I can't Ew. really say anything about it. Thinking about it? You just spit it right Ew. out. It's, like, it's just, what are you going to do? If your it's child is- enough coming out of your own body. Ebbs, if your child is standing there, <laughs> clearly- and just, you know, sniffing up the place, embarrassing you in way. public at the grocery yeah. store. Like, what are you like, going to do? Like, I'm not doing that, that's for sure. Making a You're fuss. You're going to do that to your kid? I don't know if I'm going to do it. You're not going to do I'm it. Saying... <laughs> You're going to get close Maybe to your face. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm going to be like, I'm gonna be like, honey, call my husband. I'm like, babe. Your son, your daughter, because at that moment they're not my child. Okay, you're gonna be like, oh, oh. I'll call my mom. Yeah, I'm like, mom, your grandkids—they need you. I'm gonna have to leave the room because I'm not trying to see it. <laughs> yeah. But hey, like, do your thing. Like you're not doing that. 100%. No, I'm not doing that. But it was so funny, guys. The responses I got to that one was really popular. Other people also said like they got the whole like my because my mom used to put money in shoes. And oh. so they were like, my mom did that, like in the shoe thing on yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah. They were like, same. And I was like, yo, I, I knew it. Yeah, oh, yeah. no. What did your mom do with your money? Nothing. She kept it. <laughs> I don't think she didn't do anything. She would just be like, tithe. And then oh, let us have it. Someone get Christian mom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she would just tithe. You get like $20 for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she's like, tithe. <laughs> like, Begrudgingly, like your $2. <laughs> Like, I had to ask her for the two dollars because, like, I hadn't spent the money yet because it has to be like first. <laughs> so it's like, okay. But I go into her room, like, steal a toonie to tie. <laughs> but it's the principle. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's like, I know you do it. It's Look true. At you. Now it's you're true. like, it comes naturally. And it's you my know. own money. It's so your own money, and it's not begrudged. We've gradually. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Anyway, but yeah, that episode was hilarious. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go check it out. It's called Growing Up Black. It was my Black History Month episode. And it is, yeah, it's just really funny to hear people talk about their experiences and to see how similar they are to yours, even yeah. though we all grew up in like, at like different, in different continents, yeah. some of us. Yeah. Yeah. Different cities. Different but yeah. Times. Different times. Different ages. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But it was good. Um. Anyway, that's it. <clears throat> you ready to jump into this week's episode? Of course. Okay, so on this week's episode, I thought we would talk about something that's been trending for a while. I think it's kind of dying down now, yeah. um, but we've been talking about this personally ourselves, me and Ebony, and I thought it would just be something good to talk, yes. to bring to the podcast. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it to the podcast. So did you guys watch the Fire Festival documentary? Obviously, Ebs, I know you did. Yes. The one on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, by the way, is also going to count as our watch trending segment. I'm just kind of going to amalgamate both. We're going to talk about it because it was trending and then just kind of slide into our topic of 
the episodes. Yeah, of influencers, yes. which is what we're going to talk about. Okay, so you watched Fire Festival. I did. The one Only on Netflix. the Netflix one. Okay. Not the Hulu one. Not the Hulu one, which yeah. I still, I tried, but yeah, I you did. couldn't. It's not a thing. Yeah. That's fine. If anyone has a Hulu link. Yeah, send it to us. We're actually still interested. Yeah, we still want yeah, to Yeah, I still really, like, yeah, this episode will be out, but I still want to yeah. know, like, what happened. Because they had Billy. They had the guy on the Hulu one. Yeah, I read that. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway. I'm interested <clears throat> to see how it's different. Yeah. But alas. Oh, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> but we'll talk about the one we watched, which was the Netflix one. Mm-hmm. Um. So, highlights. Let's go real quick. What are some of, like, your favorite parts, stand-up parts for you for the festival? Um, Favorite part? Okay. Most heartfelt part was obviously right. the lady. I can't even remember her name. I think the it was Mary. Owner. Mary something. Yeah. Who basically lost all of her savings because she had to pay all of her staff to cook for all of these people right who are attending this fake festival and that's why like sometimes i'm just like i love the internet i know because it came out and people were like no this isn't right started to go fund me for right. her and then gave her money and gave her money and that's why i'm like oh the internet i know <laughs> however yeah. as we will discuss ah <laughs> uh, the, the internet yeah, literally yeah. aka all of fire festival basically yeah. Um, but that was a cool moment. And then I also actually really liked hearing the people that worked there. Right. Not like the Billy, locals, but right. like, yeah, the like graphic designer. Right. Or yeah. The, the media guy, company guys. Yeah. Or yeah. the yoga, the guy that was M. teaching David. yoga. <laughs> M. David. Yes. I still can't believe someone's first, his first name is M. David. Not like M. No. Dot David. It's like, like M. David, David, enter last name here. Yeah. And also he's <laughs> making another festival i think m david yeah with ja rule i think i read that somewhere <laughs> they're like back in business together oh this is what's wrong with the internet yeah it's and like the world somehow this press that was meant to not spin yeah it like launched them into oh, i'm exhausted yeah now they have careers this is what's wrong with the internet it's like someone did a good piece of journalism so true. you got feedback from that someone made a meme out of you you were actually a pretty bad person yeah and then you're like but i got it let me spin this you've got like yeah especially John. you got like he was the worst one and he was like so irrelevant i know and this really just shot him into the stratosphere i know he was like anyway he was basically a washed up yeah. More or less, honestly. Yeah. Musician who yeah, all of a sudden was. partnered with this guy. For people I just people might not know what we're talking about. So let me dive let me rewind a bit. Um so Fire Festival was this huge supposed to be this huge festival that was gonna come out in twenty fifteen. Um and it was Ja Rule, the huge singer from like the 90s. He did yeah. all those songs with Ashanti and yeah. this serial entrepreneur, Billy McFarland. They partnered together and they were gonna do this luxurious fancy music festival in the bahamas um private island. on a private island pablo escobar's private island this yeah. whole thing he was like i bought it it's beautiful and then he got villas, this villas like there was gonna be there. oh yeah yachts yeah. private parties oh, like just basically the entire like experience of a celebrity mm-hmm. life he was yeah. selling a celebrity lifestyle for, yeah. for regular people, yeah. specifically for millennials. Yeah. Um, and it was specifically directed towards millennials. And then uh, what kind of came out was that the entire thing ended up being this huge sham where the guy didn't really have a lot of things he promised investors he had, where he made up and fabricated mm-hmm. details about what was actually going to be there. Um, and the whole thing went to honestly crap. Yeah. It was bad. Social media 
like picked this up and ran with Lost it like no minds. other because their gourmet food ended up being like nasty cheese sandwiches like like food basics cheese yeah. like not even they didn't even go to walmart yeah like you know what like a, yeah like a, yeah i understand you can't Oscar. afford farm boy loblaws but you it didn't was even like, go to walmart for your cheese singles like a craft single it was craft sing- probably cheese. no name it yeah. wasn't even craft the bread not dempsters <laughs> Was like some <laughs> bland thing. Some fifty percent whole wheat, fifty percent yeah. none. It was just not good. It was awful. The romaine lettuce, probably yeah. from like the street. Like it looked like <laughs> someone stepped on it, and they just put it on this probably. sandwich. It was a disaster. It wasn't even grilled cheese. It wasn't even grilled cheese. The thing, the toast wasn't even warm. Yeah. It wasn't even toasted. <laughs> <laughs> dry toast like cold bread y'all corned beef from a freaking can looked better than what yeah, they served them oh, and let's keep in goodness. mind these guys paid so much money thousands of dollars like tens of thousands this thing was very expensive so expensive and so netflix made a documentary about it yeah. and that's what we're going to talk about because there was a lot in that thing that i think they covered but there was one mm-hmm. aspect that i thought they didn't cover that ebony and i were talking about and that's about influencers yeah um just to get you guys caught up uh for me i would say Parts that stuck out, obviously Andy King. Yeah. Oh my course. gosh, he stole the whole show. Besides he, the woman, he's making a career out of it too. <sighs> I hate the internet. Like, like he keeps talking about it. I know, cause that's his brand. That's yeah. what he's known for. And I'm like, come on. I know. You're like, you're like an adult man. Yeah, like you're old. Yeah, but hey, I guess like, respect people's do. respect people's hustle Times and flow. Two. Yeah. Oh gosh. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, Andy King on the Netflix documentary, there is this one part where he actually sits in front of a camera. It's a headshot. Like, it's like there's a zoom in. I'm trying to think of the technical terms. It's very like, this is truth. He looks right into the camera and he talks about how Billy McFarland, the guy who was partners with Jaru, asked him to go to a government official. Uh, I guess there was something that was happening where either the water wasn't coming through and it was like a week out of the festival and they were like, we have no plumbing. How are we going to host these people? Yeah. And so Billy McFarlane asked Andy King to go and give oral sex to a government official. So that they could get their water bottles. So they could get their water. And already that was shocking. Already there you pause. Yeah. Because you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Then a week later when you like regain strength, you come back, you press play, it gets worse. <laughs> Andy King actually was, went to do it. Yeah, he was going to do it. He was going to do, do it. For this. Why? Why? I don't. I never understand. But now he's like there like, oh, yeah, I was like practicing on the way over. What? He's talking yeah. about that now? Yes, yeah, still. He's okay, like he's like milking doing... it for all it's worth. Oh, my gosh. Like, Ew. Yeah. Like, okay, buddy. Well, everyone's got a brand. Um, I mean. But yeah. But that's Fire Festival. Guys, go watch it on Netflix. Uh, the one we're going to be talking about. The one, the, the ones we are talking about specifically are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of to dive and move into the hot topic. Uh, one part that I thought was not covered very well was the aftermath. So Fire Festival, it was a disaster. People yeah. didn't get, people lost thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. It honestly became like a, a crisis at one point. Unpaid workers. Unpaid workers. Um, the Bahamas was like hurt physically because yeah. you had like thousands of their workers hired mm-hmm. without getting paid. People fled their homes because yeah. this guy owed them so much money. You had media companies with workers who were like 
who worked hours and hours yeah. and hours and who were not unpaid. They even joke about it on the podcast. Um, but before all this started, there were a group of people, influencers, if you will, like Instagram influencers. So that's yeah. celebrities who posted a, I think this was one of their marketing plans, an orange, orange square, an orange square yeah. on their Instagram pages. Yeah. Now, when the thing, whole thing became a sham, some of them apologized. Some of them mm-hmm. said nothing. But I realized out of this entire thing, people lost money, but the people who made the most money didn't suffer any consequences. And we also, yeah, they also did a very uh, celebrity-filled advertisement Ad, right. at yeah. the beginning Yeah, with Haley. Bieber. Bieber. Yeah, get Baldwin it right. Bieber. <laughs> Baldwin Bieber. <laughs> Haley Bieber, Kendall Jenner. Well, Kendall uh, wasn't in it. Bella Hadid was Bella, in it. Bella, Bella, yeah. yeah. Who else? There's like... Chanel Lamont was in it. So many famous models. Yeah, like... Like the top, the highest paid models. Yeah, and this was 2015, so yeah. they were like on top of the world. Yeah, basically, and the ad was just like them on the beach. Yeah, saying, come to this festival, yeah. it's going to be incredible. They made it look like they were themselves were going. Yeah. But as we later found out, the whole thing was a scam. Yeah. They didn't end up going. So my question is, and this is what Ebony and I are going to talk about, should the influencers have been held accountable for the part that they played right. in the whole thing? Ebs and I disagree. Ebs, you go. Say I your point. would say no. I am on the side of the influencers for this one. And Glory's shaking her I'm head. shaking my head. Speak. But I am because I think that we put a lot of pressure on these influencers to we hold them to this like higher level that right. we don't hold regular people who are in advertising or who are in marketing or who have a regular job. Like right. if I go to McDonald's, and I order from a person behind the counter. I'm not expecting them to agree with everything that McDonald's has ever done. <laughs> right. Like, we all know that guy that he like, if you haven't seen the movie about the guy who owns McDonald's, he's not a very nice person. No, he's not. But I'm not sitting there being like, oh, that means that you agree like to the right. person that works at McDonald's. So if I take that same logic <clears throat> and I apply it to influencers, right. like I can't really hold them accountable, especially in this case, because no one knew that this was a sham. Right, except for the guy. Except for Billy. Yeah. So it's like, I can't really fault them for posting an orange tile to get money. Like, I'm just mad because that's how they make their living. Yeah. And I'm like, we're yeah, no. days here. <laughs> no, seriously. But like, I don't, think, I don't think anything's wrong with that. And yeah. And I think that if that's your hustle, that's your hustle. I mean, I get what you're saying. And again, it's not like I disagree because I do think yeah. there is this like insane expectation that like celebrities and influencers are meant to save the world yeah. and they're not. Or be your friend. Sorry. They're yeah. not here to be your friend. <laughs> uh, but like actually. Be your friend. They're not. Like they don't care. No, it's about true. About you and I. They don't. But that's the thing with social media though. It's that a lot of people, if you're really good at social media, people think they know you. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. really good at it. Yeah. Because as much as it's this thing where there is a wall between the person who is just consuming the content and the person who's posting it, mm-hmm. you don't know each other. You yeah, are worlds yeah, yeah. away. You are a, an iPhone away. Mm-hmm. But if you're really good at Instagram, people feel like they know you. That's why people comment on celebrity like stuff all the time. Stuff that's a completely different, <laughs> I, which I don't even get. Yeah, me neither. Like why you so argue. <laughs> I just have never gotten people who sat on comments and for hours. Yeah. And spend and time it's arguing. Whole it's issue. a whole nother thing. So but my weird. thing is, one thing that cannot be discredited is that when you get to a certain level of influence, you have influence. Right. And so I feel like at what extent does it go away from just being your job and you being like, it's my job, I'm just going to do whatever I can, to being like, I recognize that my name holds this weight. What do I want to do with that? 
what's your, do you feel any sort of social responsibility? And again, you don't right. have to. Yeah. But that, and I think that's the thing that was evident. I was like, these celebrities and these influencers made thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. The thing was a sham. Yeah, it wasn't their fault. But the, they are part of the reasons why. Because they sold this thing. They participated in it. Everyone was like, oh, if Bella Hadid's going to be there, I want to be there. Right. But she wasn't going to be there. Yeah. And yet she made thousands of dollars. And then now you have these people who are in the Bahamas who didn't expect this, who lost thousands of dollars. Where is the fine line? Like, what are you worth? Like, my entire thing is, like, integrity. Do you just want to, like... Yeah, I'm just going to make the money and that's just my job, which is, again, I'm not judging. Like, cool. Yeah. But, like, what are you going to do with the platform, with the influence that you no doubt have? That's my question. And I think, you know, I understand what you mean, but I think it's different as well for, like, a model. Okay. Or someone who's, like, been famous right. and they have that platform. It's not like they rose to fame to be an influencer. Yeah. They rose to fame being a model. They have now Someone's famous dad. Exactly. So it's not like they signed up necessarily to be an influencer. Actual influencers, which what does that even mean? I know. It's basically a social media following. Like you're an influencer if you have amassed a certain following on social media. But I guess someone who like started out blogging and like gained followers through that and like wants to do this as an influencer like not as a celebrity yeah as an influencer i would say they might have a different level okay of like culpability right for it because they've asked for it okay does that make sense? I hear what you're saying. Whereas like a celebrity, they didn't ask for the influence. They wanted to act and then they got right, famous or got they wanted to model, model and, and then, then they, they got, got famous. famous. Okay. Now they have an influence, but it's not necessarily that they wanted it. Yeah. Whereas like if I wake up one day and I'm like, I want to be a blogger, then it's <laughs> like, okay, I'm now putting in the effort. Right. I'm building a platform and yeah, yeah. following. And then right. that's where it's like, no, no, I've asked for this. And yeah. so like maybe then I have a bit more responsibility. But even still, I you still really don't, don't yeah. think that they really do. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think they like are in charge of saving anyone. But then I like there's just so many examples of how this continues to happen, yeah. right? Like with Kendall specifically, there was the whole thing with Pepsi when it came yeah. out when I guess she was like, I'd done an ad or something with Pepsi that people thought was racially insensitive when it came out. And she was like, oh, I had no idea into this whole tear bit on keeping up with the Kardashians about how she had no idea it was going to be this thing. And I'm like, but this keeps following you. Yeah. Right. Where to me, to me, like, where is the fine line? Like, do your due diligence. Diligence. Yeah. If, and if it's not you because you're the face, who are the people you've hired? Yeah. Are they not asking these questions? Chris Jenner is too busy working yeah, for Yeah, Chris. Uh, she has so many clients. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right now she's like, working OT for yeah, Khloe Kardashian. for Khloe. <laughs> yeah. And, she has uh, no time for Kendall right now. No. Oh, gosh. And she's keeping afloat, thanks to Kylie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I mean, I just, I don't understand. I'm like, if it's a thing that continuously happens, yeah. Yeah. and you know, like, people, yeah, people, it's not fair that people bully you, nor do I think it's your fault. Mm-hmm. But, like, who do you want to be? Yeah. Like, what kind of influence do you actually want to have? Right. Do you just want to make money and step aside and be like, I did my job, I don't care who it hurts? Right. Or do you want to, like, is there, is it too much to ask that you go the extra mile? if that is even going the extra mile to just ask questions like that Pepsi thing to me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I yeah. don't understand if you asked a question, it could have been. Solved. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, there was, there were no storyboards on set about yeah. how it could have come about. Could you not have seen like, Hey, this might be racially insensitive. Right. Who are your friends? Did you go like, Hey guys, even if I'm not sure, I don't know everything. 
yeah. personally, but I ask people around me, what do you guys think? Am I overthinking? Am I not overthinking? It's just, but is that asking too much? Do you just go, you do your job and you call it a day? Apparently that's what right. she did. This yeah. stuff keeps following people yeah. like that. And it's like, where is the fine line? Yeah. Like, what are you worth? I think it is super tricky because like at the end of the day, Kendall doing that ad or Kendall being in this fire festival ad or whatever it is, is like, that actually is her paycheck. Right. So then it's like, are you going to fight for your paycheck every time you need to get paid? Like, right. you know what I mean? Are you going to make it a big deal? Or are you just going to do that and get paid and go home? Yeah. I like, mean. and that's where it's tricky. It's hard to, because like their face is attached to it. And when your face is attached to something, I think people automatically think that means you're for it or like you support it. Right. Which is hard. That's another, that's a whole nother thing. Because yeah. I don't think that's necessarily true. Like, who knows? Kendall maybe doesn't even drink Pepsi. Right, <laughs> yeah. Maybe she only drinks Pepsi. I know, maybe she doesn't like Pepsi. Yeah, but who like... likes Pepsi anyway? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Pepsi's doing well, though, in case, you know. Are they? I think so. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much that ad helped them, but again, yeah, like all true. PR, <laughs> there's no such thing as bad publicity. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe even that's a, an approach they take, too. Maybe. Like, at the end of the day, even, like, if you think about this whole thing with Jordan Woods... Yeah. She has more followers now than ever. It's just insane what is going on on the internet. Bad press is good press. That's the thing. And it's millennial. Like, that's the all of this stuff, like, they appeal to us millennials. Yeah. And so my entire thing is, like, as someone that they are advertising to, what am I asking of them? Like, right. what they're selling right, to right, me. Right. I want someone to sell to me who was, like, for something. I don't mm-hmm. want you to just sell something to me just because you want to make a paycheck. And maybe I'm an idealist and I'm a romantic and I'm romanticizing everyone's, like, Motive. approaches to life yeah but i can't imagine myself saying like try this thing like there's so many things like this is let's talk instagram for a yeah. second let's talk waist trainers yeah geez that horrible stuff is for horrible for you yeah but it's like i mean they're like whatever i got paid go ahead use this waist trainer i'm i used it too whatever mm. but then they also have this privilege where they have millions of dollars to fix whatever could be wrong meanwhile average you know yeah. jane yeah, yeah, yeah. in missouri yeah doesn't yeah so it's like, to what extent, like, do you not care about people on the other side? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I just. People like buying the lot. People buying the stuff. Yeah. Or Fit Tea, <laughs> which Ebony has a story for Fit Tea. Like, I have bought Fit Tea, guys. Ebs, Ebony Walker. You heard it here first. Ebony Walker bought into I the ad. bought the lie. You bought the lie. I Who did. was your influencer that was like, Fit Tea, the latest and the oh my gosh. trendiest? Honestly, it was dark time. Yeah. <laughs> first year. Oh, I was just like trying everything for that not freshman 15. Oh Although gosh. like I could have just like stopped eating late at night. That probably yeah. would have helped. <laughs> it would have done it. But no, I was like, oh, I'll just get this tea instead. Honestly, yeah. I can't remember exactly who it was. I wish it was someone like super famous, but I'm pretty sure it was like a bachelor person. Oh my gosh. Which makes it even worse. That's even worse. I didn't even fall for it. It's like, like the Kendall people who Jenner. only want to be yeah. influencers. Not the people who like do other things and then amass the following. It's like people who <laughs> literally... literally is, what do you want yeah. to be when you grow up? An influencer. Yeah. And like, then I go on The Bachelor in Paradise. And oof. then I fall for it. And then I buy the tea. And I use their coupon code. And I get 10% off. That is so funny. And it... You like enter the name. Enter name Becca yeah. here at... Yeah. That is wild. For my promo code. Becca 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it tired. doesn't work. Well, I can't say the it tea? doesn't work. Yeah, it didn't work for me. But I was also still eating bad. Oh, okay. So it's like, who knows? Maybe it did work. I feel like I can't imagine. It wasn't a laxative, though. I made sure of that. I actually did do research. (laughs) I was like, what actually is this tea? Okay. And 
it wasn't a laxative, so that's good. Okay, that, that's see because that, a lot of teas are really yeah a lot of like those fit teas. Oh, okay, I guess that makes sense because that's how they get you to lose weight. Basically, just by spending yeah. all day on the throne. Basically, ah. or it's like water weight. Oh right. Or oh my god, another tricky thing with these teas, they'll tell you like, oh, it like suppresses your appetite, so you won't eat as much. The reason why it suppresses your appetite is just because you're drinking tea. So your belly's full on water. Oh, right. So it's liquid. Right. Yeah. Or like usually when you think you're full or you're hungry, you're just dehydrated because like you don't have right. enough water in your body. So then you drink so this tea. So then you drink this tea and it's like, oh, you're actually just hydrated. But they're like telling you that it's doing more than it actually is. You wow. could just drink water and you'd be fine. Ooh, Anyways. That could be the title. Just drink water. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. But okay. Maybe like what about let's talk maybe to the audience. Say we agree they should be allowed to just do their job. I can't imagine that I would like attach my name to something that like I didn't believe in. But again, yeah. maybe that's just me. What about audience members? Is it like their responsibility I to so. research the things that they choose to buy into? Clearly you did. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think don't be naive. Yeah. Like, first of all, we all know Instagram's a highlight reel. Yes. So yeah. whether it's someone's life that you're following or someone's product that you're buying like i think you have a personal responsibility to not believe that this is real right like let's look at it for what it is instagram's great but like there's a lot of fault fault bleh. there's <laughs> a lot of flaws with it and one of yeah. the flaws is that you don't see the whole story it's true so like go research it yourself yeah um for the people that bought into the fire festival thing research it yeah like you before know you went I mean? but they actually did that's the thing on netflix they actually showed and i think after a while guy. yeah they were like or even not even just like the, there was one guy who like made his entire life, life to purpose. bring down yeah i was like wow you have extra time sir and like, money and money hired a to lawyer. bring down the whole thing um but i think a lot of the influence like a lot of people who like bought in a lot of the millennials who were gonna go mm-hmm. were like doing some research though but yeah. they still didn't respond. Yeah, like, exactly. They would like be deleting their comments if it would like shed a negative light. Yeah. And they fair. when people started to realize the whole thing was kind of like shammy. Yeah. They were like, hmm. let's get rid of these. Yeah. So like even when you do research and if someone's not like, you know what I mean? Like if yeah. the media is a very controlled environment. It's true. So if I'm doing research and all the things that are coming up uh with analytics and stuff like that are things that are you've paid for it's Mm -hmm. a business yeah you pay google for the best spot you pay for you do seos all of that stuff and And so i'm only algorithms algorithms. i'm only getting a specific part of the story even that in itself is controlled so i've done my due diligence research i'm still only getting the bare minimum of what i'm looking for because you this very powerful company have paid so i can only see Mm -hmm. what you want me to see frig yeah what do you do what do i do yeah like i don't know i think yeah it's like i think it's tricky and i think it's a problem that's not going away i do think though we're starting to see a lot more influencers that care yeah that care about people yeah and are like a lot more open yeah with like unveiling yeah and they're more honest going behind the scenes yeah yeah like even not an influencer but like selena gomez does that well or has like been trying to do that well demi lovato right yeah even Haley, right does that and i feel like we've seen the very worst that instagram can bring right and so people are now trying to be like okay like we have this really powerful tool how can we use it but like not destroy society yeah not sell these hope like fake hopes and dreams right because at the end of the day like i cannot have a lifestyle of someone 
who is 10 times richer than me. Yeah. If no I, matter like, how much I pay yeah, for Yeah. Like, if I don't have yeah. that money, I can't have their lifestyle. And I feel like this is just, like, society's delusion. Right. Which is why I have a hard time, even sometimes being empathetic with these people <laughs> who, like, buy these things in hopes of attaining Kendall Jenner's life. Right. When you're not Kendall Jenner. You can't yeah. have her life. Yeah. Like, you can't. You're a student. But they sell the idea and the dream. Like, people, like, sold everything they had to buy tickets to the Fire Festival. Which is, like... Which is insane. Yeah, crazy. It was thousands of dollars. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. Millennials, we are such dreamers. Yeah, That's, like, are. terrifying. And it's, like, it can be the best, but, like, just be wise. Yeah. Just be wise about it. Yeah. Even with, like, the waist trainers. The yeah. The fit tee. Yeah. Like, even if they use The that, sugar bear hair. That's not why gosh. they look great. Right. Like, realize they have, they have a whole team of A whole people. team. They're training 24-7. They have editing they have on editing. social media. There's Photoshop. Yeah. Like, there's so many, like... Yeah. Use a fit tee if you want. Yeah. Like, know that you're not going to Like, if you don't like, go to the gym and yeah, control exactly. your eating. Yeah. Like me. Like, like abs, yeah. Stop, don't stop eating at 2 a.m. in first year. Yeah. Like, fit tee's not going to save you. Right. And I, kind of, I did know that. But I was like, eh, yeah. But might the, not. you're like, I could be Kylie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it can't hurt. Yeah. Which actually is probably not a good approach to take. Oh gosh. When like, yeah. You sell all your furniture to go. Oh to my god. <laughs> you're like moving with your parents. Like they're like, honey, oh why gosh. are you home? I'm going on the fire festival. And then like, you eat a piece of sliced cheese and go yeah. home. Oh my gosh, tragic. And you get home days later because even your charter jet private planes. Yes. And were, were like, like school buses. Oh my gosh. Even on the way home. Oh, I would have had a mental breakdown. Same. But of course, people got content from it. It's YouTubers, true. YouTube. They did what they were going to do. They flipped it for the best. Yeah. They were like, yes, this is a disaster. I'm going to ride this wave to more clout. Like, yep. the internet is a terrifying place. Yeah. But well, that's a completely different thing. It's a never ending cycle. It's a never ending like, cycle. Yeah. Um, But honestly, yeah, just to wrap it up, at the end of the day, I think I understand what you're saying. Like, I don't think. They're our God. They're not our saviors. Yeah. Like they don't owe us anything, yeah. and we don't know them. Like you said, we're not friends. Yeah. So you don't have to like, like tell me the truth. You not to lie to my face. Right. But like, if I see a stranger on the street and they lie to my face, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Why'd you do that? But I, at yeah, yeah. Day, like I, <laughs> no, totally. I don't care. Yeah. And that's how I feel like we should approach influencers, yeah. Instagram, and that whole crazy world. Yeah. This whole social media yeah. life. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, my own thing is just, again, what do you want? Who do you want to be? Like, what do you want to stand for? I want to be a person of integrity. I will never, I cannot imagine, like, putting my name or attaching my name or advocating for something that I haven't tested for myself that I don't honestly trust. If I didn't, like, I probably feel like I'd find a cheeky way to say it. Like, right. you know what I mean? I just can't imagine that bold face like, you lie. You try this because I have Yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't tried this, but y'all try this because the girl needs to be paid. <laughs> like, but, you know, let me know if yeah. it works. Like I'd Scott be honest. Disick. Yeah. Like Scott Disick. Yeah. He's very good at that stuff. He is great at that. He tells the truth. He then really he's copy and paste what they want. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Scott. He's at so good. At the exact time. Yeah. Iconic. There's ways to do it. Like, there's ways to yeah. keep, like, you don't have to also be that person that's like, oh, I'm against the system. Like, this is not one of those, yeah. like, Polar it's opposite. fine. Yeah. Yeah. But 
just think there's a fine line. And I think everyone should kind of find the line and tread the line. Yes. But hey, if, if I'm the one who chooses to buy something that someone is selling to me, that's actually my responsibility to have done the research. Exactly. As much as I could have, mm-hmm. given the fact that like I'm in a bubble, whether or not I like it, the internet is a bubble and the things that come up for me are specifically directed at me. Yep. Doesn't mean it's the whole truth. That's just the nature of society. Yes. Yeah. But I want to know what you guys think. Let me know. Am I too harsh on the influencers? Are you on Ebony's side? Are you on my side? I think I was more harsh. On them? I feel like I was harsh. I was harsh on society. You were harsh on, yeah. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. Let me know. Do you guys think the influencers in the Fire Festival or just in general should have been held accountable for the part that they played? They did sell a dream. They said they would be there. People wanted to be that way. And the one, the richest people seem to have had the least amount of consequences, which I'm like, wow, society. Or is Ebony right? Are they just, they're doing their job. It's not their fault. Trying to get paid. Trying to get paid just like the rest of us. Theirs just doesn't look the way ours does. And we shouldn't hold them to a higher standard just because they are celebrities. Let me know in the comments. Um, But yeah, that's about it. Ebs, anything you want to say to kind of close off? No. <laughs> this is fun. This was fun. Yeah, it's this like, is like a regular conversation, so. I know. This is like, this is, we talk about this stuff yeah. all the time. I feel like there's been other things that like have happened yeah. that we discuss. Yeah. Guys, so much is going on. Man, I have world, a In the world. February, shortest month. I know. the most content I in know. Like, the world. Oh, I'm exhausted from February. Next time, let's talk about the Jonas Brothers coming back. Yes. Because the new uh, song. My whole life is just. I'm sick. I love the oh. video. Did you watch the video? No, I didn't. Oh, you said, yeah, you I said that. Wait. I I love the video. It's like very Alice in Wonderland, like yeah, it crazy. Like it. It's super cool. But oh, like great Brothers aesthetic. Undefeated. I know. They just I love came them. Came back better than ever. I know. Nick more they attractive didn't than ever. Their sound at all. No, they didn't. They still sound like I high school. Know. I know. Except they're probably straining less now. Yeah. Oh, Nick. Joe. You said no. Joe was yeah, the king of like. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> it's like, dude. <laughs> Bro, yeah, you don't have to sing like that. Give us oh. a warning so I can turn yeah. down, like you know. That's actually so true. Yeah, but there's oh. a lot going on. Stuff with Michael Jackson, our kid. Like, there's so much to yes. talk about. But yes, that is it for this episode. I know this one's probably a little bit long, but hey, it's just the nature of the conversations. <laughs> Again, let me know on social media. Am I being too harsh? Are you on Ebony's side? Or are you on mine? But until next time, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I will catch you in the next one. Have a fantastic day. Bye. <laughs>